The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. You need a sledgehammer? That's Batman. The Gamer's Lounge. Tony Stark will blow up the building, and then as it's blowing up, he'll rebuild it. It's time to press play. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I think it's my first time hearing that, so to hear my voice. See, I'm very skittish about hearing my own voice. Yeah. Just like I was a player, I, I hated watching my film, especially if I pl- didn't have a good game. But hearing my voice right there, that actually was so funny. I didn't realize how how funny I can be at times. <laughs> those were some, some funny lines. That's a Tony Stark. I don't remember saying that. Did I? That was me. Was that me? That was you, <laughs> like in an early episode of the Gamers Lounge. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. I, I'm actually got a little comedic side, huh? I guess. Yeah, I, I think could, so. Yeah, for sure. I could, I could give uh, Kevin Hart a run for his money. You oh, think? I don't <laughs> know. I don't think I go that <laughs> far. Self, I mean, yeah, uh, no, I know. There. I know. I'll, I'll trust me. I'm slamming on the brakes. I'm, <laughs> I'm slamming on the brakes. So. Uh, All right. So how are you guys doing? Just checking in for the week. Ben and John, what's up with you? What was your weekends like? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I turned 30 about three weeks ago. And, hey. Man, I golf. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Big 3-0. Yeah, I golf for the first time this year. And, man, am I feeling it all week long. Like My bones just ache. Like I shouldn't feel this way at 30, should I, guys? No. No, you should not. <laughs> You got fresh air, which is what I love about golfing. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not. I don't know how good of a golfer you are, Ben, but I know where I'm at, and it's not good. Um, <laughs> I just go out and enjoy the people that I'm golfing with, and enjoy the weather because most likely it's 80 degrees and clear. Yeah, it was um, beautiful weather out there, and plus, I just like drinking some beers on the course too. <laughs> that too, that too. You right? get the uh, golf cart person come around oh, every yeah. hour or so. A good one is like every hour. Yep, every hour is a good golf cart where they have the cooler with the with the beers and the, and some of them have the you know ready to make drinks on the side as well and then little snacks doritos cheetos stuff like that yeah and i don't blame you uh, ben for being sore because the first time for golfers know this the first time you go golfing for the season you haven't moved your body in that way for like five months yeah especially when we have winters um and so yes. yeah your body's like hey what are you doing i haven't done this for a while so you get a little bit sore, but uh, my weekend uh, was good, too. And in fact, this week, guys, big moment for me, for the Gamers Lounge. I finally purchased a Nintendo Switch. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Mission completed. I've been yes. calling Target every morning for like a month because these things have been sold out and not available. <laughs> they have been number right banned there. now. Commitment. Yeah, and I saw limited availability at one nearby, and I called them up. I'm like, you got one? Guy's like, I got one. I'm like, hold it. I'll be there in 30 minutes. I grabbed the seven-year-old, said, we're going on a trip, put her in the car, went out, got the Switch, I got Mario Kart, and now the next thing I've noticed, Mario Party is sold out everywhere. Oh, no. Now, I can buy it online. It's a fun game. Yeah. I heard that it's a fun game. Yeah. I can buy it online, guys, but I don't know. I kind of like that physical copy. So initially, when I first got yep. my Switch, I was the same way. We bought all of our games to have the physical copy and actually put the cartridge in yes. the top of the Switch. Yeah, yeah that's, but, we're that generation. That's why. Yeah, that's but why. now yeah. I've slowly gone the other way. I've been buying more games just <laughs> online so that I don't have to leave my house. I think but you got to get, you got to make sure you get that SDD card yes. for the Switch, extra that memory, memory card. Because yep. if you don't have that extra memory, two, maybe three games tops is what you can download yep. to that. Because I own one and I came, I came up against the wall. When I was trying to uh, download some old classic games, and I still had my Mario Kart 8 and uh, Legend of Zelda on there, and I had to figure out what I was going to uninstall to get those other games in there. I was but like, oh, man, don't I don't want to do that. I think you're right, Amon. It's that old school approach. I was thinking about this last night as I was debating whether or not just to buy it online, but you're right. I need that external uh, hard drive yeah. or little uh uh, it's a hard drive. SD yeah, it's the card. same thing. Yeah. SD card, hard drive, it's all the same. Yeah, so I still hard drive. I know what you mean. Okay, I need that, but I and I was thinking to myself, I'm on. It's probably because I grew up with cartridges. That's why I want the little physical copy of the game is because that's what I'm used to. But exactly. Um, but Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is is fun, and I'm starting to get back into that. I got some buddies. We're meeting Friday night. Me and two other buddies from high school and college. And we've right. got our Mario Kart party planned. It's going to be awesome. That is such oh. an underrated part of playing games that, yes. that I don't think gets talked about a lot. It can bring people together. Yes. Like you can yeah. be all across the country. These are people you haven't seen in years, but you're like, hey, let's game tonight or let's do whatever. It's cool. It's like a social gathering. You yeah, know? talk right. smack and play Mario Kart. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, the last month I've been able to meet. Guys from Major League Baseball, WNBA, rappers, other singers from other um, professions because of 
all the fundraising tournaments I played in. So I, I you know, you, I know what, exactly what you're saying, Ben. It's fun. And, and the thing is, you find out the connection. Everybody has that connection, you know, from, and it's all video games or it's either console, PlayStation, Xbox, or, or your computer that you, that you either got built for you or you built it yourself. Most of these gamers build their own computers, which is amazing to me. And as I'm so. getting more into gaming guys and consoles and everything like that, I, I, you start to notice, like you're saying, how many people still game that are my age that still yes. have, like all of my friends have video game systems, except for me. Like I was the last one of them and it's everyone does it. We're just all different levels of gamers. Right. What was your problem, man? What 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 could you say? Well, I mean, when I had the N sixty four, Amon, it's just it's addicting. Like I spent a, I spent a lot of time playing video games, and I just kind of graduated from that, I guess, if you want to call it that, and just had other things to do, like watch sports, and cause that's that's my job is to watch sports, and true, you know, there's a game true. on every night. I can uh, I won't give you a hard time. The one thing is fun when you do have time to put aside to do it. It is super duper. Fun. And we have another console that I say that we could bring into the fold of. So I know I'm a collect is a the PlayStation five released yesterday. So, oh, man, did you see the video? Yes. And we saw that live yesterday. And again, John and I watched that this morning in studio. And John, that takeaway you had. Of the yeah. graphics and the renderings, I'll let you take it from here. But. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the video, they kind of you know sum it up with highlights of all the games that they were showing during their big unveiling. And one of them, they showed Zion Williamson of the Pelicans. Yeah. Did you? Oh see? my goodness! That's that's a rendering. Like that's yes. That, that looked crazy. like Zion Williamson. Yeah, we couldn't tell. We couldn't tell. Right. I mean, I was looking hard, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's animation. <laughs> I was like, that's the game. That's yeah. the game. Like, it's insanely so realistic. So definitely impressed. And uh, seeing the rundown of games that will come out, um, we saw graphics of God of War. We saw graphics of Grand Theft Auto 5 and online, which is a fun, always a fun game. But the game, I'm really excited about it. Even though I'm a DC guy, you guys know this very well. I'm DC Universe all the way. I'm a Batman dude. But... I played Spider-Man that came out a couple years ago, and now they have Marvel Marvel Spider-Man with Miles Morales. I can't wait for this because this was a game that I was like little, you know, just because it was different universals that I'm not used to, obviously. But I support comics in in uh, in either di- uh, dimension. But when I when I played Spider-Man that came out before, it was just spectacular. The mechanics, the game. And the free play, once you beat a mission and beat the game, which I beat the game, and now I'm just running. I'm just, I jump in the game just to do the APB track downs to help the cops out and get more experience points in it. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> have it, more fun. I saw that too. That looked spectacular. There was one called, I think, Returnal. Uh, about, yes, the shooter, first yeah, person shooter. That looked amazing to me. Um, do you want to hear the uh, PlayStation's Jim Ryan real quick as part of this unveiling and what he had to say about the PS5? Yep, yep. All right, here's here's uh, Sony's Jim Ryan. We hope you've enjoyed the first glimpse of our future today. You've seen our most striking console design yet, and you've seen games that can only be enjoyed with the full range of PlayStation 5's features and power. At PlayStation, we believe in generational transitions, and we put years of work into making them happen. We want you to enjoy the unique benefits of moving from one generation to the next. Thank you for joining us. We're launching later this year, and we have tons more to share. Welcome to PlayStation 5. Dang. I think we got to talk about what it looks like, too, because as soon as it was unveiled yesterday, Twitter, there was some funny stuff. I mean, it basically looks like a router with, like, two giant white things coming up the sides of it. (laughs) That's it. It's the router. Yeah. Yes. A router. Yeah, there's this funny funny thing. I I could see that. I could see that. And there was this uh, funny thing I saw on Twitter where um, uh, somebody put out a tweet that went, I got the hashtag PS5 early, and it's a picture of their router with two white envelopes taped to the side of it, <laughs> which I thought was funny. People, it's it just so, I guess people are really good at making fun of stuff. You know? <laughs> I, it, I was raised in a household, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say it at all. Okay. So I live with by that motto, leave PlayStation alone. I love the look. It's futuristic. It looks like it's made in uh, 2020, you know, made in the future, maybe a few more years from now, 2030. Uh, the new controllers, 
it's just going to be interesting now with the whole, you know, with the way things are, but selling headsets, selling controllers. Now it's like, everybody's like, man, look at, look what PlayStation did. Yeah. We're going to have to catch up, man. Look at those remotes. The remotes are sleek. They're, they got fine little edges. They're rounded. Um, the media, they have the, they brought back the media remote now. Cause back in the day you could go to any store and buy actual media remote for uh, using your Xbox or PlayStation as a, you know, a TV component. But now they brought that back. I love the headsets and also what they, the little adjustment they did to the uh, PlayStation eye or the PlayStation camera. I like that. I see, I see all that. And I like the, everything's uniform is all, you know, it's PlayStation. I think they definitely put their stamp on saying, Hey, this is us. This is what we look like. I'm excited to have one. I did. And I went to the, if you go to the website, playstation.com and you scroll down to the bottom you can uh, type in your email address, which I did to sign up for PlayStation 5 News. So make sure I get an update when that thing is about to hit the market. So I'll well, get my own PlayStation 5 when it comes out. You know, it's <clears throat> funny, Iman. When I saw it yesterday, the first words that came to my mind were space age. Right? It looked yes, futuristic. Yeah. Those type of things. And when you and I talked today before the podcast, those are some of the same terms you used. So it's got this... Um, you know, everyone looks at it or a lot of people will look at that thing and have the same sense of what it looks like. So they probably just kind of nailed it with their design. I think if a lot of people yeah. have the same terms to describe it. Yeah. Yes, indeed. They've had like almost, I want to say almost 10 years to redesign and come up with something new. And then obviously the competition between console companies, as we talked about with your switch and then uh, Microsoft Xbox, we don't know what we can, you know, that's another one we can't wait to see. We kind of, I mean, actually, we already seen that and what that looks like too. So they definitely, from a, a eye candy standpoint, even though I'm an Xbox guy, I think PlayStation won the eye candy. Seeing it, looking at it, that looks like something that's played on in 2020. If somebody would time travel now to and go back to 1980, and they'd be like, oh my God, do you see this system? <laughs> right. It'd be, it'd be that is futuristic, right? Yeah. There. I love yeah. it. And we saw what everything looks like yesterday. We've heard about the CPU, the graphics card, the SSD drive, but two big things we still don't know about yet, a release date and the price. Right. I was, I'm glad you brought that up because I was trying to find that. And no, you can't find the release date yet, but the right. estimated price is $500. Which yeah, that's I don't, hard average. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's terrible. Do no, you, Amon? No, that's not. That's not the, the, the last Xbox I bought was the Xbox X, and it was 499 plus tax. So that's about right. I mean, if it was at four nine four fifty or three hundred, I'd be like, "Wow, that's a deal." Um, so that's about normal market sales price on any big system, you know, in this market. Because it's all for them. It's still for them. It's competition. Yeah, you know, between you know, obviously making money on it, but then obviously competing against the other systems and competing against all the computer companies out there. Origin PC, as we know, and Dell Dell Computers, Alienware, um, and then also. Although everybody do the custom their own custom build of computers and and uh, modified consoles out there already, so everything else that yes. I have seen as well says roughly five months for a release date, and then as you talked about, John, pretty close to that five hundred dollar price tag as well from everything I've seen online after the unveiling yesterday of the PS Five. Well, one thing too, you know, it's going to be ready by Christmas time. It's got to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, five months is around Christmas, right? Yep. I mean, like November, right around early December, so that is hitting a mark. Um, for everybody. So, uh, you know, we looking at everything going on in the world today. We're still hitting on uh, the social issue topic. And we saw what NBA 2K did online um, during George Floyd uh, funeral this week. They paused online play for two hours to pro provide its players free uh, Black Lives Matters. And, and I can't breathe T-shirts today in honor of him earlier this week. So I thought that was another big gesture by some of the big publish, one of the big publishers in esports world to give honor and just kind of pause for a second to take notice of that. Um, yeah. What you guys uh, feel about that situation. And, they, and, and um, it was cool because they did pause gameplay, but they still allow players to gather in the neighborhood an online place where mm -hmm. players can meet. And then they held an online protest there. That all happened during the George Floyd funeral service last week. So I thought that was cool as well. Yeah, I just think it's really um, respectful and yeah, yes. and very mindful of them to to continue to have people remember what's going on. It's not right. like they're just like, "Hey, remember the protest? Now we're going to move on." No, it's like, "Hey, this we're still we're still in on this." 
You know, and yeah. I, I like that uh, message. Basically, it sends is, hey, we're we're not done with this. This is we're just starting with this. So um, I, I liked that message aspect. Yeah. And most of most of the publishers and uh, developers are doing it. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I believe I mentioned it last week. Activision, they they do it. They're doing it on their load up screen. Uh, Madden as well. Our EA is doing it. Um, I say one thing that's kind of like I got to say and get it out and then I probably feel better. Is this how I, you know, social media, you got people, I say, doing, I guess, their research on uh, George. He's not, he wasn't an angel. Nobody said he was an angel. Um, but it's the part of the fact that he should be alive in jail for what he had committed as a crime. You know, that why he was arrested and not six feet underground. You know, so no. I just want to just acknowledge that because I've been seeing a lot of posts, a lot of people making videos on why are we, behind George Lloyd. It's like, no, it's it's not that fact. If you're making it, you're making it more about yourself than more about the cause and what needs to change here in America and in the world. So for people that are doing and saying that, I think it's really a little bit off putting and the timing is not right. I, 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 I say I respect the fact that you want to say it, but just the timing is not quite right. It is for another cause and another time for you to say what you need to say if you're saying that about George Lloyd and what's going on right now. I think when people do that, they're taking away from overall what protesters and what millions of Americans are trying to change. Right. Correct. You're changing the narrative. You're changing the subject there. Um, and those are all facts. And that's fine. But I, I just I think what you're doing is you're taking away from the whole point of what is trying to be accomplished you know it's it's bigger than george floyd right and and maybe um what happened to george floyd is something that can spur change yeah it was just another red flag that popped up it was something that grabbed our attention by basically like somebody grabbing you by your throat like boom you're gonna pay attention to this now it wasn't the way right way to do it no obviously but it was now got it has everybody on notice across the world not just here in the United States, not just in Minnesota, but the world is taken to this. You know, people are protesting over in Europe and Asia and other countries where it, it, to, it tells you that this is an underlying thing that that now needs to be a top layer thing that needs to be handled and dealt with. And like I said, like we're talking about here, uh, companies like NBA, like 2K Sports and Riot Games and uh, Microsoft and Sony, they're doing their effort to not let it go away slowly. Like you said, John, already, you can't, this is something you don't let just kind of fade away. Like most events do in the world, you know, other than the bigger events that change, uh, I say generations like nine 11, like well, the wars, Vietnam, things of that nature. This is one of those um, moments in history that changes generation to generation and would change other things around that. Like the profession of each, or how reform to each profession out there, uh, in the world. <clears throat> Yeah, and just to put a wrap on this, 2K also said in a statement that they've pledged an additional million dollars to expand their mission to help fight racial injustice and inequalities in black communities across the globe. Black Lives Matter is what their statement read. I love it. I love it. And so uh, something I did, you know, nice little bow, Ben. Thank you. That was a nice little red bow. Like My wife likes to tie up on gifts for uh, Christmas and birthdays (laughs) here uh, at the Green Residence. Uh, so now we're up for that next segment, uh, John, this or that. This or that. All right, guys, time for this or that. This or that. On the Gamers Lounge. We'll start off with the first one, pop music or indie music, Ben. Mm. Well, I absolutely hate pop music to start with. Can't do top 40. Those kids nowadays do not know how to make oh, music. He's it's going, never going to last. I'll be old, man. Get off your lawn, whatever ben the hell that's saying fire is. like your hair, man. Man, wow. you know what? So I will just go indie because at least indie will give me more than just top 40 CHR garbage. <laughs> Boom. Tell me, wow. tell me how you really feel. Wow. Just did, AG. Wow, like it. Mike Tyson coming out of retirement. Right hook, baby. Right. Boom. Oh my Game goodness gracious! What about you, Amon? Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go pop music only because of my nostalgic days of. I mentioned this with the show with you and um, Mike and I, John, the other day. Is that me and my nephew? We had I had the black zipper jacket, Michael Jackson jacket, and my nephew had a red one. We would do between Beat It 
dance moves and the thriller dance steps <laughs> in the living room like twice a week for my mom and my sister. <laughs> Can you moonwalk them on? Yes, of course. Really? Moonwalking is is a necessity yeah. in my book. That's a skill. know how. I can moonwalk momentarily if it's on hardwood <laughs> with socks. I would pay money to see him to see John try and moonwalk for like maybe two seconds if you if you're at the right angle. You're like, oh, he moonwalked. That's about it. So it's almost like a phenomenon. Sounds like yeah, yeah. it's very rare. Um, I'm gonna go with indie music, and simply because I feel like there's a formula to pop music. Where it's like, hey, yeah. we've got this person we want to push yes. out to the industry, yes. and we're going to write their songs, and we're going to produce their music, and we're going to give them the lyrics, and they're mm-hmm. and they're going to be pretty. And indie music is more like I care about creating music. I care yeah. about the artistic side of music the and the acoustics, what yes. it sounds like, right? It I makes the it, writing. Yes, it seems more real. So I'll go with indie music. All right, guys, yeah. uh, this or that, someone who's charming or someone who's genuine. Ooh, mm. is this a friend or or is this like a relationship? I want to say. Uh, no, no, no. I would say significant. If when you, when looking for a significant other, okay. Well, then I want. Ch- I, I think I want charming because I want somebody that I can be like entertained with and we can have a good time. Mm. That's mm-hmm. me, charming. Okay, I'm on. I'm I'm genuine. I gotta have them. You know who they are when I meet them, not somebody else ten years later. Like who the who the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Wait a minute. You ain't not you're not the person I met five, six years ago. You're somebody different. So I need genuine. Uh I think, keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. Exactly. I think genuine as well. Because charming can be fake. Right? If someone's genuine, they're real with you. Yeah, but you gotta be able to tell what's real and what's fake. Can't you read people? I don't know. What if they're really good at being charming? <laughs> Oh, well, exactly. You're going to get taken that's advantage of a lot in your life, John. Oh, okay. Obvious. All right. I'm going to go with Unfortunately, Unfortunately, I have been. Then That's why I don't <laughs> like charming. In high school, I was probably the most dumb junior in high school and senior before I graduated. It was unbelievable. I was getting, I got dumped by a couple, by a freshman and a, actually two freshmen. Here's the best part charming. though, Amon. That's my the, game all up. Yeah, but come on. Here's <laughs> the best part. All those, all those people that dumped you now. They are just wishing, what the hell did I do? So, Amon, why did I dump Amon Green? Amon, so if I get this right, you hold two records: Green Bay Packers all-time rushing yards, and most <laughs> times being dumped as a junior or something like that, right? Two I records. say upperclassman. Okay, I say oh, as an upperclassman, I got dumped more than any other upperclassman in my graduating class. I was like, just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow! All these charming. I thought people. I was supposed to do the dumping. I was a junior, <laughs> you know, but I somehow I became the victim. I don't know what it was. All right, guys. This or that. Perfect teeth or perfect hair? Ooh. I'm a big sucker for good hair. I just um, think that person knows what they're doing if they got good hair, man. I'm with um, hair. I say I say hair is probably not very high on my list. I'm going to go with teeth. Because hair, never, you know, you get people crazy hair all the time. I never look just, at people's That's them teeth. being genuine. That's them being genuine. That's what I want to see. Teeth, I, I think this is the most controversial <laughs> this or that ever. Stop being so nice, Amon. Um, you know, I, I said this earlier, Amon, when we were talking about this. You can always smile with your mouth closed, right? Yeah. You, know, I you thought, look I like thought, a weirdo. Just gotta give I it a smile. Yeah. You're right, though. People do that. I mean, knowing friends, I'd be like, dude, why you never smile? I just don't. I'm like, what? They realize that people didn't show their teeth. It's just interesting. I'm going to go with perfect hair, mm-hmm. although part of me really wants to say perfect teeth because... You yeah, you can smile with your mouth closed, but man, you're going to think about your teeth all the time when you're meeting people. It would probably be like mentally draining, right? I don't know. Especially if you just got fin finished eating a bowl of broccoli. <laughs> that's when you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Or spinach, anything dark and green. You oh. don't want nothing dark and green on your teeth. Yep. Trying to have a conversation. And that brings Doesn't even more good. attention. Um, exactly. All right, this or that guy is something antique or something brand new. Antique all day. I love going to flea markets. I just like old things. Mm, I was there until having to deal with older vehicles, and you know, I had a nineteen. I had a great vehicle. It was a nineteen sixty seven Shelby Mustang. Ooh. But the upkeep on that, mm-mm. yeah, that's for the birds. So I'm, I'm <laughs> sticking with anything brand new for now. Brand new cars or clothes or consoles, whatever. I'm going to go antique uh, and simply because I feel like, and I guess maybe I'm thinking more furniture for some reason. I don't know. Um, I feel like things were made better back 
in the, you know, 20, 30, 40, yeah, 50 I years agree. ago. Like now, like you buy something from Ikea, you, you have to put it together, number one. And then when you're done with it, you just like give it to somebody or sell it or put it on the side of the road. You know, it's not quality. And then somebody picks it up. Yeah, picks it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I think I can use that. Uh, yeah, all right, guys. That, uh, <laughs> this or that. <laughs> Elmo or Ernie. Now, I wonder, Amon, because you made the list. Elmo or, or why not Bert or Ernie? Because those two guys go together. Yeah, they go together, but this this is just thinking outside the box. Because that was just too easy to say Bert and Ernie. Okay. That was just too easy. Yeah, you right. gotta give Ernie some competition now. Okay. All right. All right. True. Elmo is that. Yeah. We want to bring the competition level up. I don't right? know how to answer this because I don't have any kids yet. So I'm just gonna say I wanna say anything but Elmo because the tickle me Elmo things, I remember seeing commercials for that when I was younger and they it just creeped me out. So anything oh, but Elmo. It was like clowns. Yeah. It was like how clowns are creepy to yep, people. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, for me, I would say uh, Elmo. I was an Elmo fan. He brought it. He was funny. He was cute. I had kids, so I was bought. I bought a few Elmo dolls. Okay. I don't know where they're at now. I wish we would have kept them. If I would have known what I what happened <laughs> after <laughs> the fact. <laughs> I'm going Elmo as well. I mean, Elmo is Ugh. is head and shoulders above Ernie. Like, if you were ranking Sesame Street characters, Elmo greater than Ernie, for sure. Don't you remember those commercials and how creepy it was to hear Elmo say, Tickle me, or whatever he would say? It was kind of creepy. I'm still creeped out by that. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's funny. How old were you been at that time? Oh, man. that was so. What year was Tickle Me, Elmo? That was probably, like, what, the mid to late 90s? Somewhere in there. It was between 1996. Okay, so I was six years old. So I was probably the perfect demo to get one of these. And so I'm six years old. So at the time, so the TV commercial is still ingrained in me. That must mean that it had an impact, and it did. It wasn't a good one. It was a negative. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. Darn it. I know they missed the the target on that one. It's so funny to see what uh, is popular or what became, like, the hottest selling toy. It was just Elmo, and he just, like, vibrated, right? That's yeah. that's all it did, and it, it laughed. Had a cute little voice and a cute little voice. A cute little voice. It's like this Our is the greatest toy and... ever. We must buy all of them. <laughs> right. In terms of Ben, though, creepy voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Almost stay away from me. Yeah. Got it. Uh, truth or dare? I'm not asking. Well, I am asking, but <laughs> this or that? Truth or dare? I'd like. So uh, I remember actually playing that game as a teenager, and I always like to go truth because I like to know weird things about people for some reason. I don't know. I was a risk taker. I was a dare. I was dare all the time. I want to do it. I dare you. I dare someone. Well, dare me, please. Dare I, me. I was always scared as a teenager that I'd be dare to kiss somebody else. And I was always like, ooh, I don't know if I want to do that. You know what I mean? Nah. No. I wanted, I wanted to get gain, gain experience. All right. That's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's how I looked at it. I, I was said, a little I shy, get, I guess. I was like, I need to get good at this. <laughs> I hear girls talk about people. Oh, man, he can't kiss or this, that, and the other. Yeah. I was like, no, I want to be really good at this so I don't get talked about. I need some practice. Yeah, I'm going to go yes. with truth, though, because I, <laughs> I'd i always be afraid that I'd have to do something really outrageous. Be like, I'd rather just tell you something than have to go do something. That's so fair, I, I, always picked, I always pick truth. Truth yeah. or dare. Um, last, this or that, guys, a mansion in the suburbs or a cabin in the mountains? Cabin mm. in the mountains all day. My Whoa. dream is Ooh. to someday have a it. house that's just a little bit outside of a major city. So, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes away. But I want some acreage. I want, like, six acres of land. I want a tractor. I want to be able to mow my mow the grass, mow trails in like the Brett woods. Favre. Yes. I want to be yes. Brett Favre. That's what I want. <laughs> like Brett. Yes. Be, hey, you shot, too. There's no hesitation. I love it. Yeah, it's true. Full commitment there. It's my dream. But I'm, I'm down in the, in the city, in the suburbs, bro. I've been I, – I don't mind camping. But overall, I say just more of the uh, the interaction with uh, neighbors, stuff like that. I like so I'm down in the mansion in the birds. Doesn't even have to be a mansion. Just give me a home in the birds. Yeah, I'm uh, happy with. That. Well, I'm gonna go with mansion in the suburbs as well. Even though cabin in the mountain sounds really spectacular, but it also sounds like to me a lot of work. You're like, not an outdoorsy guy. Well, uh, no, I enjoy the outdoors, but I don't want to go cut the firewood. Right. I don't want to go yep. mow the lawn for three hours. Yep. You know, so it just seems like too much work. I love John's description of something. <laughs> I love it. It's, 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 it's awesome. Ben's like, I want to do it because I get to mow the lawn. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do it because I have to mow the lawn. I want to put on my Wranglers <laughs> like Brett, and I want to be in that tractor. That's what I have want. Have a dog run around? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's, it's in Mississippi. He's not. He's wearing the cutoff Wranglers for sure. <laughs> Probably no shirt. It is. <laughs> 
Well, he's got to sell those guns there. he's got now, too. That yeah, guy's well, ripped always, nowadays. Yeah, because he didn't like lifting traditional weights. He liked to lift trees and huh? stuff like that. He hated the weight room. Yeah, we got a lot in common, me and Brett. He hated the weight room. Except for the talent. Wow, there's a shot. There's a <laughs> Ooh, shot. Let's just move on. Man. Let's just right, move let's, on. Let's just move on from there. So now we got game releases coming up. Release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game releases. Oh man, I need to get that dude on my voicemail for something. That is awesomeness right there. So game releases this week. My pick of the week is Destiny Two Season Eleven. I didn't even realize they were on Season Eleven. It's unfortunately because I haven't been playing it recently. But it is a game that I got into a few years ago. Destiny One and Part Two. It was a good friend of mine. Um, Jesse, who lives up in Toronto, and a guy who I met through another guy, his dad. So quick little story here. His dad is named Bruce Moriarty, and he was the first assistant director of Batman vs. Superman, Donna Justice, the movie that I was in. So I met Jesse on on uh, on set, and man, he's like, I'm a gamer. Do you game? I'm like, yes, and we started playing Destiny 2. So that's kind of like my little connection to that. So we played it. We teamed up and you just kind of through you go through universes. You travel from planet to planet. So I'm just, you know, kind of bring you guys in to this, uh, Ben and John, so you understand this game a little bit. It's a first person, first person and third person shooter because you could change the camera angles from time to time. So Destiny 2 season 11 right now is out. They've so they're supposed to have a name to it, you know, to theme it, but they really don't have it. And if they do, I saw some uh, possibilities of it calling calling it Beyond Light or something like that. The, so, they, but they're gonna they're gonna figure it out. But to the gamers, look, just give us the game so we can go play. So uh, it is it is a season pass, so it is worth uh, is a cost of ten bucks. But if you bought the final the last season pass that included the deluxe edition of Shadow Keep, then you don't have to worry about it, um, which came out that was last uh, fall back in 2019 so that means it was all included but some of the i say little details of season two or season on destiny two season 11 it will come with a hundred rank season pass so that means you get ranked you know as you gain experience points and then they have a new exotic weapon and also expecting minor quality of life improvements based on feedback regarding the bounties then the season pass and activities of previous seasons. So be so also the final content lineup largely right now is unknown, but from what we've seen from the past, we will receive at least one exotic quest, a seasonal seal and title, and likely another season specific activity par with Serape Towers or the Sundown. So Bungie is the publisher here and they announced plans to move away from um temporary activities and invest more into core playlists like strikes and crucibles so that came out on tuesday this week guys ben john what are your selections of the week i'm gonna go beyond blue and this one caught my eye just from the graphics that i saw for it um it uh, it came out yesterday so thursday june 11th on pc playstation 4 and xbox but beyond blue takes players into the near future where they will have the opportunity to explore um mysteries of our ocean through the eyes of i don't know how to pronounce your name Miri, I'm going to go with, Uh who is a deep sea explorer and a scientist. But what it really does is it just sheds light more on the issues that hopefully everybody's aware of in our oceans. They're in trouble. And whether that's because of climate change, plastic waste, or overfishing, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. this is is just a really cool game because, A, I was brought in by the graphics, so it's something I want to try. And then I'm also getting a good message, and hopefully kids get this message, and then hopefully we can foster change to make sure our oceans are around for future people you know right and that's another reason why i love video games yeah they bring up issues just like some things that we do like comic books every now and then comic books brings out a line or a story arc for the character that brings up current issues going on in the world so great pick there Um, i'm gonna check that game out myself all right, I've got two. Yourself, i've got two on the game releases one real quick and then one kind of uh storyline on a current game all right so astronauts is what caught my eye. It's available on PC. Is it ostriches as astronauts? Uh, Astronauts. Ostriches that are astronauts <laughs> in outer space. And you got to like, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, very funny. It is actually set in a solar system cut off from a ravaged Earth. Design your one-of-a-kind spaceship. 
hire crew with physical and emotional needs, enjoy detailed ship control panels and interiors, then manage your dysfunctional crew and ship as you fend off bankruptcy or worse. I don't know what draws me all the time to these like space type games, but they're fascinating to me to design your own spaceship and have a a sim, a real life spaceship life simulation game. Uh, so astronauts for PC to me just kind of caught my eye. And then one other thing, guys, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Now, it's not a game release, but the the update came out this week. I yes. don't know if you guys heard about this. Yep, I heard about it, yeah. And it's like a huge file, and it's causing a lot of problems for people. And here's what happened. Um, they've resolved it, the Call of Duty, uh, makers of Call of Duty have said. But the thing that happened was the update would be twice the size that it should have been. So several players tried to start over. Like they started downloading. It's like right. some ungodly amount of gigs. They're like, no, 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 no. This is, this is, yeah. and then when they did that, it would delete their old game and then they'd have oh. to download like a 100 gigabyte file. Dude, man, that's delete... like a stake to the heart. Like yeah. a vampire dog. Yeah. If oh. you delete my old game, I'm done. I'm done with you and any upgrade or whatever. Like, so, screw that. Yeah, it started. Man. So people would start downloading an 85 gig file that should have been about 40 gigs. Then some would cancel this and try again, only to have lost their main game file. Oh, then you'd have to horrible. do a hundred gig download. So this is not really a game release, but it's a it's an update release that a lot of people are taking advantage of with Call Shoot of Duty. Shoot me in the kneecap. Shoot <laughs> me in the kneecap. I would take that. How long? Because that's this, what that feel like. How long does a hundred <laughs> gigs take to download? Like, a lot. Because 30 gigs takes at least, well, it depends on your connection. My connection, right. eh, it's eh. And I could download 30 gigs in an hour. Okay. Okay, so just you're tripling that. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, shoot me in the kneecap. <laughs> I've been grinding. <laughs> I've been grinding on Resident Evil 2. I was on it until about 2 a.m. last night. Now, if you tell me I pull, I turn that thing on and that game is wiped, oh, Shoot me in the kneecap. That's yeah. all I say. Shoot it's absolutely horrible. Like I can't even it's imagine that over, feeling. Man. Yes. Game over. Yep. Game I'm, over, man. Like I'm, Bill Paxton from Aliens. Game over, man. I'm moving on and playing Shoot. something else. Oh man! Right now we're moving on to what's on stream. Row, row, row your boat gently up the. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream. Oh, so. <laughs> So, like I said, this is the first time I'm hearing some of these bring-ins and intros. Oh, they're awesome. Good job, man. A good job, John, here is awesome. So, for me, what's on stream is on Netflix. It's hashtag Black AF. You can imagine what the AF stands for. So, we have writer, producer, and now actor, Kenya Boris, who is the writer, producer of Blackish, um, mixed of Girls' Night, uh, movie and grownish, a writer on Shaft. He's done a lot of things, and so this is now a, um, I say, quasi bio epic show. So it's 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 saying it's re- reality, but it's really not. It is it is scripted, but it's his daughter. Um, in real life, he's married, has six kids. In this show, he has six kids, but it's not actually his kids. But it's his daughter that's about to go off to NYU. That is documenting their life for her college application and with him he's uh you know playing himself uh so he's there's you know no really i say not hard acting here when you get to play yourself i think that's a fun script to write every day so this show uh talks about a little bit of everything going on in the world of people of color and so it's for for i say for the setting and what's going on in the world now his family and what karen's uh Kenyon Burris talks about his navigating the relationships of race and culture while grappling with his newfound success. Because as you know, blackish, mixed, grownish, those are popular shows that are on TV. The movies, Girls Trip with uh, Tiffany Haddish, Queen Latifah, um, Regina King as well. So those are movies, very popular, made a lot of money. So this is him living off his money. And it's funny, it's quirky where he talks about, he doesn't have a, issue or he's not self-conscious about what he wears but then he's 
talking about this as he's throwing on his uh, Air Force Ones or his Michael Jordan <laughs> AJ Ones. Um, and he's talking about how black people are all stereotypical. He said, I can't believe it, but he's sitting there with a big gold chain on there. So it, it's bringing light, <laughs> it's funny, you know, yeah. to it's funny. It's a comedy for sure. It's eight episodes. So check it out on Netflix right now. It's something to kind of, I say, bring light to your day. I, uh, bring, bring light to your day. I think everybody needs that right now. So Ben, John, what's, uh, what's on stream for you guys? All right. So for me, it is on Netflix and it's called Sweet Magnolia. So you're going to learn a lot about me Wait, throughout this episode. Oh, of I this know podcast. my wife watched that. <laughs> yes. I know what I, you're talking about. My I mother-in-law s- talked about that the other day. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. okay, you know what? Screw it. Uh, I don't care. Uh, Just let I you know. own it. I like chick flicks. Okay. I like okay. whatever. Okay, so this is a good show. Initially, I was drawn to it because it stars uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher, who I mm-hmm. find very attractive, and yeah. she's married to former baseball player Nick Swisher, but focuses around her and her husband. Her husband has an affair, gets uh, somebody else pregnant, one of his nurses. He's a doctor. And so the show focuses on them. And that's his... uh, Oz from yes. American Pie. Yes. yes. By the way. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. Chris Klein, yeah. I think his name yeah. is. Yeah. Oz Stryker. Yeah. The, yep. the uh, lacrosse player. Yep. Yeah. So. Yes. So he has an affair. He gets his nurse pregnant. He's a doctor. And so the show focuses on um, how they go on and live their lives in this very small town where they're both from. So mm-hmm. I would watch it. Uh, I binge watched the nine episodes, I think, in like a day and a half. So I would check out Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. That's so funny. Nice. I own it. I don't I'll care. give you a binger tag to your binger bash for yeah. you. People can make Get fun of me all they want. No, I like chicken. No, no, I'm not making Ooh, fun. I own it. No, I know you're not, but yeah. I own it. I tried watching right. it with my wife, and then I I stopped. But no, I know it's. I've watched wow. bits. Look and at pieces that! You make fun of me, and then you just try and roll you right. Said I, stopped. I know. She's like, "Should we watch <laughs> another cold. episode?" I'm like, "Go ahead and watch one," because I'm That's actually cold, on Instagram right, right now. Um, all right. So what I picked uh, from Netflix, I finally got around to watching the Adam Sandler movie Uncut Gems. Okay, quickly, good or bad? But before you go into it, because I heard so much buzz about it. And I didn't like it. I've seen it, too. I've seen it, too. I kind of liked it. I've never seen Adam like that. So, John. Kind of liked it is probably the best way to describe it. See that deep uh, exhale I gave you there? I'm not sure because the ending for me was like, what? What? Yeah, it was like, oh, man. It was like, no. Like, it was physically shocking to me when it happened. I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. Right. Um, Right. But uh, what I did enjoy about it is toward the end, it just he's he's a, he's a you know a guy a, he has a gambling addiction yep. can't stop owes people money oh my god and yeah. you know the intensity that you get when you place a bet on something i've done it at very small levels like going to vegas and putting money on a game and you're watching it and it gives you a charge i feel like some of that intensity that you feel in real life from a bet you feel when watching that last scene or those yes. last minutes All of right. it you're like Oh, this is because you're you're like, I don't know. Are you going to get the bet? Is this going to work or not? Is KG going to Kevin Garnett's in it as well? Um, and I thought they it did a, a pretty really, good job. Of yeah, acting. Yeah. Does, and I think they did a really good job of trying to get the viewer to feel what it's like when you've got a lot on the line on a bet. Man, I, I'll say had not seen Adam Sandler like that. I say close to that might have been the movie Click. Or he was the dad time traveling yeah. and seeing his family grow up without him around because he works so much. That was probably the most serious. And maybe about Punch Drunk Love, too. Sure. That was another movie I seen him in where he got a little bit serious when he's known at that time. He was known as a comedic yeah. actor. But to see him to do this. Yeah, it's like, OK, he he he, he took his range to another level. Yeah, but there but, was so much talk about him taking home an Oscar for this role. Do you guys really uh, think it was Oscar worthy? Uh, I mean, uh, maybe. Yeah. But if you got to think about it like that, is it really Oscar worthy? I maybe got to watch it again. I don't know about Oscar, but good for like for what he what he's been doing as sure. acting. Yeah, good. Or um, he's being Oscar nominated. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oscar nominated. Now that's a that has to be, I say, more researched to to really see his range and where he hit it. But for him, what he's done usually and what what we know him for, I'll say yes, he's good for that. But Oscar nominated, that's a now that's a different talk. That's a different talk. But great movie. Uh, I have seen it already, and sounds like Ben's seen it too. Yes. And that now, Mon, it's time for your favorite segment. Uh, it's that moment in a horror movie where if it doesn't happen, there's no movie. This is what should have happened. Here is a Mon with today's turning point. 
Love the intro, John, again. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. That was awesome. So today's turning point is the movie The Fourth Kind. So now we are getting into alien abduction. Um, and so this is a, is a hard one because you don't, you know, a lot of people don't even believe in this for starters. Let's just, this could just be real. People don't believe in aliens. They don't believe in some of the things we talk about, like paranormal, that ghosts. But I've, I say I've definitely believe in uh, paranormal. I've experienced, I've had experiences with things uh, moving around me or seeing things that, that should not be there. And then now with aliens, like again, it's another touchy subject, but some of the turning point in this movie is, you know, if you come to a town, you move to a place. So the place is located. It takes place in Nome, Alaska, where there's not a lot of, I say, incoming traffic or incoming travel and move where people move there. If you move there, it's most likely because your job is there. Other than that, a lot of people, other than the native, uh, native um, uh, natives that live there in the area, outside of that, if you're an outsider, you're going there because of work. Um, but when you when you're in your profession, so the actress, the movie character is based on true events. She is a psychologist, and then she starts to interview people and finding out right away that a lot of her clients are telling them the same stories of them seeing a white owl staring at them when they wake up in the middle of the night at the same time, which is around three a.m. That's a red flag for me. It's like I gotta go. I mean, I want to help. But I do believe in aliens and I don't want to be the next one taken up in a flying saucer and examine and do whatever um, what they do because they do it. I believe in it. Um, so when you have that, I'm just saying I might have to just change professions at that moment. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I, I, I want to help, but I have a family of my own. And by the time it was really too late because she end up having been a two and even know it because they wipe your mind that's how cold-blooded these aliens are man they they take you up they wipe your mind so you're not even you're like having fragments of just think of, like did this really this this really happened to me what's your little wand they wave in front right. of you memory's gone exactly yep. so this is uh, a movie directed by uh ola tunde Oasami. um it's a great movie i'll say it will have you sitting at the edge of your seat but for me, it would have ended at I know my what my job is. I'm a psychiatrist. I'm supposed to help you guys out and help you sleep. And why am I seeing things? But you know what? I'm out of here. I'm taking the first plane out of Nome as soon as possible. I don't. It's not. I, I'm trying to do my profession, but I get it. There's the aliens. They got this territory. I'm leaving them alone. I'm out. That's when the movie is done. I'm. I'm not trying to say I'm. I'm gonna go help people other way. I can't fix what's going on here. These guys are too strong. All right. These these are people from another planet. They got weapons. They got powers that we don't have on planet Earth at this time. So these events actually transpired between August and October of 2000 in Nome, Alaska. Do your research um, about the movie. Like I said, based on true events. So it's a good de depiction of uh, alien alien abduction that has happened in the world. So it is a real thing. And I'm one of them that believe it. Just so you know, I'm putting it out there right now on the Mind Green Gamers Lounge. I'm, I believe in aliens. I believe in ghosts. Don't don't let it fool you. They're I'm with out you, there. Oman. They're right now. They're out there right now, probably saying, "You know what? I'm not coming to Earth. I'm just gonna chill and hover <laughs> outside the planet because I see what's going on. You see how they treat each other down there? I'm not going down there right now. I'm yeah. just gonna stay back. We need a whole so episode. That's my point of the week. Thank you, Amon. We need an episode of just alien talk. I want to go think. ghost hunting with Amon or ghost hunting talk. I'm deal. I'm down. You, you know, would be yes, down. To I, go would ghost go, I will go. I will go ghost hunting. I will All go right. alien like places where people have frequently seen aliens or flying saucers or anything of the of the above, uh, UFOs, things of that nature. Before we wrap up the so, show, can I give you my quick alien spiel? Because I'm with you guys. I believe in aliens. Okay. I just wonder, why do we think aliens use, like, traditional spacecrafts to travel, right? Like, if they're so far advanced than us that they can actually travel billions of light years, millions of light, like, the speed of light, Millions of years. If we had our crafts, it would take us millions mm -hmm. of years to get somewhere. So if they've figured out how to cut that time down to nothing, what makes mm -hmm. you think they're going to be in an actual physical ship and do this? 
I think they, if there are aliens, they figured out a whole different way of traveling through space that doesn't involve actually constructing something and stepping inside of it and flying through space. And then the second thing on aliens, how do we know that they're like not really tiny? You know what I mean? Right. Like, why are they just I mean, a they, certain size? They could be the size of like germs and visiting us and we would never know. Why, why do we assume exactly. that they're the a size you. that we can comprehend? I've seen all three men, men in blacks. So yeah, there's it could be molecules. They could be the size of the Empire State Building. Yeah, yeah, exactly, um, exactly. And we and, and and they, but they have the technology to either let us see it or don't see it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm just shaking my head have, over here because by this the way, is, Ben is just shaking his yeah, head. But, yeah, but yeah, but only because like I can't even comprehend what John just said. Like that's just crazy to think that there's another life form out there that could be. Time shift and time, just right. I just can't right. even wrap well, my in, mind around it. In um, in uh, the fourth kind, they talk about how on hieroglyphics back yeah. in Egyptian times and Sumerian times, because when the I'm not, I don't want to give up the movie, so check it out. It's a great movie. When some of the possession has happened of people of, with the aliens controlling them, they're speaking unknown language. They speak in ling- languages that haven't been spoken for over four million years. So from the hieroglyphics that are found, having depiction of space shuttles and aliens with their suits on coming down, talking to the natives of the world, then it's been 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 transcribed for billions of years, millions of years. So this is where I see I've watched stuff on National Geographic. I've watched fictional movies, you know, from the fictional to the to the real stuff that's actually out there. I'm like, there's something going on. It has to be real at some level. And you just got to I say, I believe it to respect it, because if you don't believe it, I don't I say if you don't give it it respect, it's going to slap you in the face. And so I respect it enough to say if I see something that is quite not what it should be, it's either going to be something that most people are not going to believe when I tell them, hey, look what I saw today or I heard this today. This came from my backyard or I saw somebody walk and they look like this. They might not believe it, but I'm going to say, look, I'm going to respect it because if they're if that means it's. Not far from being real, because then the next thing is me touching or it touching me. And I don't want that to happen unless it's you know, I don't want it to be unpleasant, basically, is what I'm saying. So it's real. People believe it. They're real. Yeah. The final believe word. It. Believe it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. That's the we're coming up on the end of the show. So thank That's you it. for tuning in. We going we and you know what? We might do a whole episode. Yes. Of aliens. Yes. I want to do it. I yes. mean, I'm down for that. I'm totally down for that. John just set that up. So we're going to get that going here very soon. So we should get a guest, you. by the way, like an alien guest, too, as part somebody of somebody that's, that's who are we going to call? Like, well, not like a real alien. 1 800 outer space. <laughs> no, like someone kidding. who's written a book about like, <laughs> not like no, a real we'll alien. Say, yeah. Like a writer or a director <laughs> or somebody maybe yeah. that have experienced something. Yeah. Because, like, another thing in the movie, what they did when they let the credits roll at the end. They ran and re- they ran pre-recorded, you know, other recordings of people calling into the police reporting sites, mm-hmm. sightings of UFOs, of people walking in their backyard or objects walking, you know, some or something walking in there. You know, it's, it's a police phone calls that are people, you know, they're playing these voices during the credits rolling of the fourth kind. Uh, um, the, some of the actors in the movie, actually, I mean, bring that up real quick. Meli Jovich, who is famous for uh Zoolander and Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil movies. She was the main heroine in that. Um, so check that. That's that's one of the actresses. Does she does an outstanding job in that in this movie as well? So uh, yeah. So it, it has. If you do your homework, you'll find a lot out there about aliens. About I think some. I think we talked about it last week. Mer- mermaids, <laughs> um, everything that is always questioned in the world. Like, is it real or is it not real? But what is real? That we will be back for another show next week for Amon Green's Gamer Lounge. We have a new this or that, a new turning point, new topics, game releases. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amon Green 30 and on Twitch at Amon Green TV. And Ben, let them know where they can download the podcast. Download the Gamers Lounge podcast with Amon Green on the free iHeartRadio app. Please do. And catch you next week. Thank you very much. Did it.